Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, and the week that was, and much, much more. How cool is it that new comic book day is on Halloween this year? Also, how cool is it that the new issue of Army of Darkness will be out on Halloween? Well, we think it's pretty cool, but until next week, though, when Halloween occurs, we have a trio of new Dynamite titles hitting the store shelves this week, so check out the rest of the podcast to see what's in store for you. Real quick shout out to a store here on the East Coast that's the official rep for Wonder Woman Day 2, and that'd be Comic Fusion in Flemington, New Jersey. We met Stacy and Beth in Baltimore, and they're big supporters of Dynamite, and we encourage anyone in the area to check out their special event this Sunday, the 28th. Check out store.comicfusion.net for more info, and we might just see you there. To talk about Wonder Woman Day 2 or Halloween or any of the books in stores this week, as always, head on over to the Dynamite Message Boards at dynamiteentertainment.com slash boards. Let us know what you think of our titles and interact with other Dynamite fans. I don't get a chance to hit the boards as much as I would like, but our moderator, Tommy, does send me any questions that pop up, um, and I get a chance to answer any of those questions that way. Sometimes I do pop into the boards to make my presence known, but uh, more often than not, if you have a question, Start a thread, Tommy will get it to me, and we'll get you an answer as soon as we can. In stores this week, October 24th, 2007, The Lone Ranger Number 9 by Matthews, Cassidy, Cariello, and Pinto. The Lone Ranger Number 9 continues the explosive story arc that began in issue number 7 of the all-new ongoing series. As it's frontier justice versus legal justice, as the Ranger and Tonto find themselves at odds as they transport a man accused of murder through lands owned by the relative of the man he killed. We're working on finishing up number 10. You should see that in stores uh, shortly after you pick up number 9 and enjoy it. About a month after the fact, uh, hopefully towards the end of November, we'll have Lone Ranger number 10 in stores. We are wrapping that issue this week, as I mentioned. Also this week, Witchblade Shades of Grey, number 3 of 4, by Leia Moore, John Repion, Walter Giovanni, and Romulo Fajardo, Jr. Shrouded in mystery, the Witchblade has known many friends and many foes in its long history, but has never faced such a mystery as the troubled Dorian Gray. Now the two meet in a special Dynamite Top Cow crossover event. In issue number three, all of our players have been assembled. Sarah, the Witchblade, Gray, and the Dread Count as the mysteries are slowly revealed, as is Gray's fate and his history with Sarah and the Witchblade. Uh, obviously this one uh, is delayed. Uh, was delayed. It was resolicited. So if you placed an initial order uh, at your local store, you want to check in this week and make sure that they did place uh, an order on the resolicitation. We did also have an art change. We lost Steven Segovia on the series, but we think that everyone will be pleased with Walter Giovanni's work here. Uh, you can also check out Walter on his Red Sonia story in Savage Tales number four, which is also out this week. More on that in a minute. Issue number four of which Play Shades of Grey is being wrapped and should be out soon. As I mentioned, Savage Tales number four by, of course, the all-popular Various. Uh, this issue, we featured the debut of a two-part Red Sonia tale from Death Dealer writer Joshua Ortega, along with the aforementioned artist Walter Giovanni. It's a savage Sonia tale you won't find anywhere else. Also this month, the debut of part one of Doug Murray's Cell Sword, featuring artist Diego Bernard, starring a mysterious stranger who rides into town and sets two families at each other's throats, but with a twist you won't see coming. Also look for The Art of War. It's a one-shot here in Savage Tales, number four, by writer Brandon Jirwa and artist Noah Salonga. And the first installment of The Ripper, featuring a shocking tale of brutal murder among a royal court of a mysterious land. Art by Pere Perez from uh, Savage Tales' Elder Things, uh, which occurred in Savage Tales 1 through 3, and written by Mike Raitt, also the writer of Savage Tales' Elder Things. All of this is under two stunning covers from artist David Michael Beck and Stepan Sedgwick. 
In stores on Halloween, October 31st, 2007, Army of Darkness from the Ashes, number three, and New Battlestar Galactica, the Pegasus one-shot. Also in stores, November 7th, 2007, Sword of Red Sonia, Doom of the Gods, number two, Terminator 2, Infinity, number four, New Battlestar Galactica, Season Zero, number three, and Highlander, number 12. Coming soon, Mercenaries, number one, Witchblade, Shades of Grey, number four, The Boys, number 12, Lone Ranger, number 10, Red Sonia, 27, and much, much more. Take a quick moment here for uh, a letter from a fan each week or as available. We pull a letter, of course, and answer it here. Uh, send all letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com and please mark them okay to print. A worried Greg writes, Hey, I just read off of Fangoria's site that a publisher will be putting out a, quote, special edition retelling of Evil Dead, end quote. What gives? I hope this doesn't spell doom for you guys. You're turning out some great Ash comics over there. Again, Greg signed himself a bit worried. There's no need to be worried, Greg. We're still committed to the all-new adventures of Ash and his dynamite crew. The trip back to the story of Evil Dead is the result of a couple of different companies holding different rights to Ash. But we got the be-all and end-all in Army of Darkness and actually went back to the very same cabin where it all began in the old-school story arc, which is conveniently enough available in trade paperback. Go check it out if you haven't. So Ash is going nowhere as far as we're concerned, and again, all new Ash stuff is upcoming. Talking to uh, writers James Kohorik and Mike Raked about the uh, sequel uh, follow-up to the second uh, story arc, um, uh, Long Way Back Home, and uh, we should be running uh, well into next year with all sorts of Ash stuff. Of course, we also have the Ash crossover with Freddy Ash Jason. That's going to be in store soon. And uh, another Ash crossover coming up next year that we can't talk about yet. Oh, an early tease. Look at that. A couple of reviews from around the internet. Uh, the Boys number 11 from the Best Shots crew. They have a very lengthy review of The Boys number 11. I encourage you guys to go check it out. Uh, I will excerpt this uh, portion saying, quote, The final page of this issue contains one of the most gruesome images I've ever seen in comics or film. Robertson pulls no punches with his work, and Ennis never shies away from the shocker. But seriously, guys, I'll never eat a pizza again. This image suggests that, suggests that switch, perhaps, for this book, away from the frat boy humor of the last arc, okay, not completely, there is a character named Love Sausage, and into a darker frame of mind, if one no more subtle than the last, end quote. Yeah. Uh, the Boys is going in all sorts of unexpected directions. Um, Garth, I believe, is up through issue 16 in terms of scripts, so uh, we've been lucky enough to know what's coming up uh, that far in advance, and it's really, really good stuff. Uh, highly encourage you to check out The Boys if you have not. We will be offering a second trade uh, for early next year, which will include Boys 7 through, I believe, 14. Uh, of course, the first trade is out. Go check it out if you have not. Silver Bullet Comic Books took a look at Red Sonja number 26, and they liked what they saw, saying, quote, What can be said for certain about Sonja today is that she is deadly. While Oming and Reed entertain with the give-take dialogue between Valera and Sonja, they continue to remind readers about the sword content in the sword and sorcery genre, end quote. All right. I guess I'm the only one watching TV this fall. I know you're out there. Let me know what you think. I haven't heard from anyone about what they like on the uh, fall debuts. Um, I did catch up. Actually, that's not true. I have heard from a couple of people. My uh, my friend and, uh, and, and writer, dynamite writer Robert Napton, and I were talking about uh, some of the stuff via email. But I want to hear from you, the fans. Uh, I did catch up with who wants to be the next Elvira, and I'm pulling for Jenny. 
who would bring a decidedly Asian flavor to the Mistress of the Dark. They cut out a bunch of the more interesting ones over the last couple episodes I saw, and Jenny is the best of the remaining three, in my opinion. The show wraps, appropriately enough, on All Hallows' Eve. My question, though, is exactly what is this new Elvira going to do? Is there going to be a new show or something? That's something that they have not said on the show. Uh, mildly entertaining. Um, again, I think if you give it a whirl, you'll probably get sucked in. There's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to look at there, if you... If you know what I mean. Uh, Mad Men wrapped this week, and aside from one minor quibble, it was a great wrap-up, and summer 2008 can't come quick enough. If you haven't checked out Mad Men, check out AMC, get it on DVD, whatever you need to do. Great show. Um, really well executed. Really well acted. Good stuff. Uh, this week's Razor flashback was pretty great. Lots of action in space. Adama uh, in the cockpit of a, um, uh, a Viper fighting old-school Cylon Raiders. Very cool stuff. Uh, BSG fans not enthralled with Flash Gordon, where the episodes air on actual TV, you can hit the sci-fi.com site and check out the Razor flashbacks. Uh, I'm still watching Bionic Woman, uh, though I am mostly watching it in Fast Forward. Um, Reaper is still on my list, but I think it needs to break out a bit and show me the bigger picture. The demon of the week is leaving me wanting a bit. It's still very well written and acted, though, and I do enjoy it week in and week out. I just want to see where it's actually going. Uh, as always, Sunny in Philadelphia... And 30 Rock, they bring the funny in very, very different ways. Uh, this season of The Office is not on the record list, but I have caught the last few, and they are most comforting. And Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi remains a must-viewing in the Ryband House. I, if you haven't checked out Ghost Hunters, it's a lot of fun. Uh, before we go, a real quick Dynamite Tease of the Week. We're making our plans for the special materials to be included in the Superpowers issues. So for anyone thinking you're not going to get your share of Alex Ross across the opening seven issues, beginning with issue number zero, which is being colored now, just wait and see what we have planned for this series. There'll be plenty of Alex Ross to go around. And that'll do it for this week. As always, thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.